0: Welcome to Dear Graduate, the podcast where you start believing you don't have to choose between your work life and your life's work. I'm your host, Aisha Boytman. Dear Graduate is brought to you by Serve Here, a nonprofit mobilizing a generation of faith to be on mission where they'll work and live. The Serve Here program provides college students with internships, mentorship, community, and life changing conversations. To learn more about the organization, visit servehere.org. Wherever you are today, we're here to tell you, dear graduate, everything is gonna be okay. Y'all know I love these conversations with college students and today is no different. Today we are talking to a Serve Here alum and a friend of mine, Katie Guy. She is a senior at UT and Really, 2020 was not kind to her, Um, but she has the courage to share with us what happened, um, how she walked through it, and the questions she's asking now, and gosh, you guys are going to love it. So enjoy this conversation with Katie Guy. I'm going to let you introduce yourself in a second, but here's a few things about you that I want to say. First of all, life is never boring. When you are in someone's life, so that's number one. That's a positive. Um, Can be. <laughs> there's always like a ruckus, like something, mm-hmm. you know, something's yeah. always brewing or happening, or, you know, like this morning. This morning was classic. It's like the dust follows me. Yes, yeah, it was classic. It was classic. It, it wouldn't have that, been a meeting without her. Uh-huh. I'm on my way to your house. <laughs> And me being like this is a recording can't be in person <laughs> um but then you made me really want patica so that was really funny I know. um i was gonna get you some too so
1: but I, had, I hadn't left yet so it's okay
0: yes then having to change locations it's just hilarious <laughs> but another thing that's really special about you is i feel like you you kind of live out your gifts without even knowing that you have them, which I think is something that if I had to prophesy over you, I would say over the next few years and over the course of your life, I think you'll really step into your gifts and own them. Um, but even when you're not aware of them, God uses them and it is really, really cool. And I'm thinking specifically about the story of you calling me and asking if I was pregnant And (laughs) me, I I had zero idea. I was like, no, this is a very clear N-O, no, I'm positive that I'm not. And then I hung up and I was in the car and I remember driving and being like, wait, oh my gosh, like thinking about the date, thinking about uh, where I was going. I just got so nervous and um, I bought a pregnancy test the next day and you in the group you you were in serve here last summer and um in the group you were saying like I feel like I have the gift of prophecy but like I'm not really seeing God use it I'm not really seeing this be a real thing and just kind of asking for confirmation and and that was like your prayer for the next year, or something, it was yeah, like the like dream, yeah, yes, a big dream, yes, yes, that's mm-hmm. right. We were talking about dreams for the future, and so this is like I still get chills thinking about it. Mm-hmm. But so, it was a bunch of people on a Zoom call, you saying, My dream for my life is to watch this be true, that I have a spiritual gift of prophecy me having just taken a pregnancy (laughs) test like the night before because of what you said having this information i had to decide in that moment are you guys gonna be the second people besides my husband (laughs) (laughs) in the whole world to know um and i really just felt that nudge of like yeah Mm -hmm. i'm like Mm -hmm. just just total peace about like listen you guys are all Mm -hmm. gonna get to participate in something insane and so to get to tell you guys, I wish I had screenshotted it because everyone's face of me saying, well, do I, you um... want to see that dream come true right now?
1: And and we were all like, just, what? <laughs> I was like, did I say something that I don't remember? I was like, did I, my body
0: language? And I was like, it was, yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then I told y'all I was pregnant and it was super fresh for me. And I didn't really know what to say much more than that. Cause it hadn't really dawned on me. Obviously this is my second child. So it's not like, was it earth shattering? It was just, you know, shocking and, but yeah. so beautiful. And so you like this story, <laughs> just the way that God moves in your life is just unexpected but like he's using you but you're just like what? I'll <laughs> use me sure <laughs> you know and it was it was just great and right. I love that that's part of my story I love that that's part of your yeah. story and I love that we had these witnesses in yeah. our you know kind of community who got to watch that happen in real time it was really really sweet so yeah that's my long line of introduction <laughs> to <who> you are <laughs> internally I love what I know about you Um, internally
1: no that was like that was a groundbreaking part of the summer for me and like I just remember like I was not I was not gonna call you I was like I'm crazy I was like I'm crazy (laughs) I'm crazy but of course you know surf here is like do it you're I wish you were like make that first move, like make that phone call. And I was like, whatever, what can I just gonna think I'm crazy. And that's it. So I called you and you're like, haha, no. And I was like, yeah, I'm crazy. Okay. And then that was the end of it.
0: Yeah. You thought I was
1: crazy. (laughs) And then, yeah, I remember you told us, we were like, everyone was just like, okay. But the Lord was like, see Katie, like the Lord was like, I'm in any way, you know, like everything that was going on during the summer and the Lord was just like, yeah I'm using you without you knowing it even if I don't even know if that's him using me I don't even know it's just I don't know what that is but
0: (laughs) working through you for sure yeah no it was and I want to get into a little bit about what was going on last year and what's happened since then and all that but I do want you to share who you are just Mm -hmm. your introduction (laughs) name and school and just like a little bit about Katie who's Katie Awesome.
1: So I'm Katie, Katie Guy. People just call me Katie, I don't know. They always say my first and last name together. So, I was, you know, cool <laughs> but I'm Katie. Um, I'm a senior at the University of Texas at Austin and I'm majoring in public relations. And a little bit about me, um, I have no idea. I have no idea what I'm doing. I have no idea. <laughs> Um, I have no idea. I'm, um, you know, spending a lot of time at Central Market, spending a lot of time at Whole Foods, spending a lot of time at home with my friends. And um, honestly, at this point, just taking life day by day, taking things that come at me day by day, just, you know, it's, it's interesting. It's interesting time. It's interesting season. And yeah, that's just, That's just kind of where I'm at. I'm just trying to take things day by
0: day. So you're graduating in May. I'm
1: graduating in May.
0: Okay. It all goes well. I mean (laughs) that's the plan. (laughs) That is. Okay, so you have, I guess, you know, a couple of months, handful of months before graduation comes. And what is occupying your thought space? Yeah, that's, that's a great question.
1: (laughs) I think right now it is the usual, like, you know, handful of months left graduating college on your own. Here we go. It's what am I going to do? Am I going to have a job? (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm. What is
1: my purpose? (laughs) What am I passionate about? (laughs) All of these things that it's like, I didn't really, you know invest too much time in thinking about until it's like go time and I'm like I have four months to figure out I know that's not true but you know what I mean I'm like I have four months to figure out all of the most existential questions of my life like <laughs> so that's what's been occupying my mind and a lot of anxiety
0: <laughs> yeah I mean that means you're right on track true <laughs> yeah you're right do those questions feel because you've been through the program so we've addressed mm. you know all of these questions and how to hopefully how to put them in their place and not let them rule your life yeah. but are you still feeling like that is something you're wrestling with and that's scaring you more than you thought I think yes <laughs> long answer short yes because I
1: think even like last summer it was like you, you still have that like comfy space in between like you know the surf year summer program and then like second semester senior year when it's like go time and I don't think that I could have understood like what that would really feel like now back then and not that like all those truths that we learned and all of like those things that I heard you speak into us and that the Lord spoke into us like I'm reminded of those every single day but it is a daily battle and like yeah, it just takes a lot of energy to try and balance those things and be like, okay, this is like, this is like what's going on in my life and outwardly and like in the world and like where I'm headed and where I need to be and all these things. But like, this is what I know is true about my future and like what the Lord is telling me, like wrestling between those things Mm. is like harder than ever right now.
0: Yeah. So yeah, that's okay. Yeah. What do you think is surprising you the most about this season? Whether that's like in your thoughts or reality or. I know. Oh
1: man. I think what's surprising me the most, like, honestly, I think is maybe how like actually worried I am about it
0: Mm. because
1: like not, not worried as in like, I'm not going to get a job or I'm not going to, but like, worried as in okay well what actually do i do um whatever i do next is going to set the trajectory of my life What and yes and it's like all these things that we talked about no Katie, that's not true no it's not true (laughs) but you know then then the wormhole and, and the spiraling it just it just goes and goes and so i think i'm i'm most surprised that like where i kind of thought like all those anxieties and worries may not present themselves like in my life like they they like are and they like have yeah and so um not that that's like inherently bad probably a part of that is like healthy you know like make moves and like try to do things but yeah
0: well I think it's a good reminder Mm -hmm. that you know knowing the truth in your head and yeah and even hearing people tell their stories and understanding with a head knowledge that things are going to work out I'm going to be okay you know you can know that and still it's hard to walk that out it's hard to believe that along the way you know and that's the fight that you're in right now um and it's a beautiful fight but it's messy and it's bloody and it's you know yeah um it is a wrestling
1: yeah and I think another another part of it is like I am like not the person who like has known their entire life what they want to do or has known all of college what they want to do and like has this vision of like okay step one step two step three you know like step four step five step like I honestly like do not know what I want to do I do not I have passions and I know things that like I am passionate about and that I love and like where I felt most alive and those things but I don't know how they all work together. I don't know how like my giftings work into them. And so I think like not knowing, man, where is my life headed? What am I super passionate about? It feels like it's less purposeful. It feels like my graduation is less purposeful because I don't have much of a vision. And like that is really tough.
0: (laughs) And that's not true. Yeah, (laughs) that's true. But I get it. Yeah. What does it look like to talk about this stuff with your friends? Like, walk me through maybe some of the harder parts. This is about the time where I start hearing a lot about comparison or a lot about, you know, even if it's not in a bad way necessarily, just like, okay, she got a job, like there goes another one, you know? Um, how are you having these conversations in community? Um,
1: I think they're like, honestly, these conversations are just kind of like starting honestly. Cause we're all like, okay, here we go. Like, you know, I don't know. Um, but it is interesting because a lot of people around me do have like a plan and like what, you know, like can see their next steps and like where they're going to be in the summer, where they're, you know what I mean? And so it's like interesting kind of being, one of the few that's like, bro, <laughs> if something comes my way, then like, there it is, you know, because I, I really don't know. And I think it does take time to invest in like, what am I passionate about? What do I want to do? But um, yeah, I don't know. The conversations have been interesting because it's like, I'm not sure what like post-grad looks like for me. And like, everyone is super encouraging of that. And everyone I mean, we're all just kind of in the same, not we're not on the same boat, but everyone is like saying similar things. It's like, you know, we're right. in a pandemic. We are <laughs> graduating in a few months. Like we really have no idea like what the next year is going to look like and what um, is the next year is going to be compromised of. And so it's like, I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know.
0: How do you think last year and everything that happened you know, obviously with COVID, but also just your experiences, like how did last year prepare you, whether that's in a bad way or a good way, for the questions that you're asking today?
1: (sighs) (laughs) That's a good question. Um, I honestly think that my life, and obviously everyone's life, the way that we were living a year ago, like, looks so much different than how we're living it now. And mm-hmm. there were a lot of, not just the way I was living, but people in my life and, and organizations I was in and people I was surrounded by, looked looks so much different than what it is now. And I, um, yeah, I was just listening to a sermon. And it was talking about Paul and when he's, you know, on the ship in Acts and there's a storm and everything. And they're like, We have to throw the cargo off the ship. We have to throw it out because we don't have room. Like if we keep it here, we're gonna crash. We're gonna we're gonna die. And like I just that's very, I think parallel to my last year. It's like I was internally going externally, internally going through so much that I had to let the cargo go. And like it is unfortunate and like it is sad and like it's a lot of things that brought me life and and that i felt like were really like a part of who i was but it's just interesting like when you have no choice you're like i physically emotionally spiritually cannot handle the weight of the things that i have before and like that is a sad reality for me because mm-hmm. of just who i am and who i believe the lord has made me to be but i just think there was a lot that i had to throw overboard and like here I am now (laughs) and like I think that prepared me in a way to be like there are so many things that made my identity what it was and now where it's gone (laughs) you know like it's (laughs) overboard it's overboard and like we're here almost a year later and um yeah I think I think long story short it's really like shown me that a lot of things in college do like build our identity and, and until we're forced to kind of throw them overboard, we can't truly understand like where we're at or yeah, if that makes any sense.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think college students, um, who were in college in 2020 have a unique experience that most of us aren't having to do that for a few years post-grad to really kind of take inventory of our identity and where we have anchored that and yeah. get stuff out you know kind of clean house but you guys are doing it in real time like in college yeah. um, and I think there's something really special about that because you're yeah. as hard as it is when you look at what's left in the ship you know what you didn't throw out what you can't throw out which is like Katie Katie's heart <laughs> yeah. like <It's> about <laughs> it at this point <laughs> you have you're like okay, this is what I have to work with. Like, Mm -hmm. what do I think about it? What does God say about it? What's still, you know, what needs cleansing? (laughs) What needs Mm -hmm. some, some Jesus? Um, And and that's not an easy process. So Mm -hmm. I want, I don't know. I've been through a process similar. I I know everyone in my life at some point has had to really ask where their identity is coming from. And, and um, kind of clean house a little bit. So I know that it's not easy. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that you were asking big questions last year about your faith and about yourself. And um, yeah, those are good things. They're good. They really they are.
1: are. Do you- it's scary, but it's good.
0: Do you have words to like how you feel different than this time last year?
1: Yes, I think- yeah, I like, oh man, I almost get like a little <laughs> emotional thinking about last summer, just because, you know, it was really hard, and
0: mm-hmm.
1: like, I mean, even the past few months have been really hard, but I even remember like some of the questions, like I was really asking, and like, yeah, it's just, it, it is hopeful thinking about where I am now, which is what you just asked to that question, but <laughs> I think that The difference is like this past summer, like, yes, I was hopeful, and like, yes, I like knew the Lord was literally like had his hand on my shoulder, was like kissing my forehead like the entire summer, and felt that, but I was still not personally, and like, I was not okay where I was at. I remember thinking okay, after this summer, like I'm going to get back to like beginning of junior year, Katie. Like if I can just get back to that version of like who Katie was, then it'll all be okay. So let's just like pound through this, whatever season it is. We're going to, we're going to work through it. And then I'm going to get back to the Katie who like God wants me to be.
0: Mm -hmm. And
1: I think that it took me all of even last semester to I don't even know when, but I just like one day was driving and um, I just kind of felt the Lord being like, you know, like, I don't, I don't want that version of Katie. Like, I don't even want like that junior year version of Katie. Like mm-hmm. I want a new version. Like I am molding you and teaching you and speaking to you and yeah calling you into a new version of like who you are like all these experiences aren't just worth worth nothing like it's not like we're working backwards like we're we are pounding and grinding out this season of life to put you somewhere else and that took me a long time to realize that like I did not need to go back to that Katie but like I'm going I'm going somewhere else and like that's even the rest of the story with Paul that I was like talking to you about he's like we're gonna get to Rome and it's gonna be awesome and Mm -hmm. and I'm gonna plant my feet on the ground and I'm gonna arrive like then I'm gonna arrive and that's what I thought I was like when I get back to that Katie like I'll have arrived and like God will start using me again and he'll start speaking to me again well then you know Paul shows up in Malta and he's like shipwrecked yeah shipwrecked (laughs) and and tossed and tumbled and all these things 2020 and And God's like, yeah, like you're in Malta right now. And I don't know why. And I don't know, I don't know where I am. I don't know why I'm here, but like, I am, I know that it's a purposeful place. And like, I don't know what's happening in the next few months, in the next few years. But like, I think now I understand that I'm in a purposeful place and I'm not going back, you know, to that version Katie who was still leading and serving and loving people and like that was great but it's like anyway long story
0: no (laughs) that's it's so good well one I want to point out something about the story of Paul because you're talking about a specific story in Acts and something really cool about that so yeah he he's shipwrecked and he's on this island that he's never been on and everyone's probably just yeah. A, wreck, a mess okay we all scared right <laughs> and there's like this little section where he's like bit by a viper and a viper like wraps itself around his arm I think and everyone around him who's on the island is like oh this guy's a murderer because this is what happened mm-hmm. you know he's being punished for something that he's done mm-hmm. and Paul just like he's like man I've been through <laughs> I've been through it all like get off me viper and like just kind of like shakes the viper off into the fire. Like it's nothing. Um, but what's cool about that is that in Mark, I think it's sixteen eighteen, but I could be wrong. Might be 18, 16, but in Mark, Jesus prophesies that mm. this is what it will look like when people are following him. When people are saved by him, they'll be healing people They will Mm. toss off snakes, like Mm. venomous snakes. They'll drink poison and it won't hurt them. And the only way that that prophecy could have been fulfilled is him on that island. So the shipwreck was purposeful.
1: Yeah. You know, the the viper was
0: purposeful. And I think that's really hard for us to want that you know, no, nobody's like, God, bring me my shipwreck, like bring me that Viper. But when we're in it and we're seeing like, this is the venomous snake, you know? <laughs> like yeah. this is my shipwreck. There is something comforting and purposeful, even just to be able to say, no, my graduation is not less purposeful. You know, yeah. these, this is not how I envisioned it.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And I know that
0: that's true for you. This is not how you envisioned your last semester of college. Mm -hmm. Um, It's not how anyone would envision it for you. It's not the the last semester of college that I want for you, you know? But you're held by someone who loves you way more than I do and way more than you love Mm -hmm. yourself. And there's some purpose in it there is we're just watching it unfold yeah that doesn't make it easy that doesn't make it flowery that doesn't mean there's not tears because clearly there are (laughs) Yeah, but we're just like waking up every day (sighs) drinking our coffee and trying to kind of reconcile these things and that's you're not alone you know that's the only that's the only way that I can say that and for anyone else like listening who's been through a shipwreck of a year you're not alone
1: yeah not alone nope (laughs) that is for sure
0: do you want to or I mean you don't have to if you feel comfortable please do but do you want to share some of the questions that you were wrestling with last year and are they still there
1: Oh yeah, I'll totally share. You know I me. Mean. I'm like whatever. <laughs> and maybe maybe even help me remember some of them too. Cause I think there was just there's a lot going through my head. There's just a lot going through my head. Um, but I think, yeah, it all I guess, yeah. It all kind of started like basically a year ago, maybe a little bit more. But um yeah, I think there there were just things in my life that like went wrong. And I mean I can I mean, whatever I can share that, like, basically, my grandfather passed away, like, last October, and, um, I kind of thought it wasn't gonna affect me as much as it did, and then it just started kind of, like, bringing up, um, other trauma, you know, of, like, from when my mom passed away when I was younger, which I wasn't expecting either, and, like, I say all this, you know, lightly, but (laughs) it's not, um, but, um, so I think that I just really um, had never questioned like the goodness of God before, or like, or honestly like his word before, like mm-hmm. honestly had never questioned it. Had like grown up, like after that happened when I was younger and been like, you know what? Like the Lord is good. He like, he does have a plan for us. His word is true, all of these things. And they were just like cemented kind of into my head. And that, I mean, that was how it was, which praise the Lord, that's how it was. But um, then after that happened, I I mean, I truly don't know what it was. You know, I'm not the most introspective person. I just kind of feel things and then they happen. And so anyway, (laughs) and you you helped me understand them. But I think after that, I was just really like, oh, okay, you're good. Like you're, you're good. Okay. Then why am I angry at you? Why do I feel like you're not on my side? Why do I feel like you have the worst for me? (laughs) Like, why do I feel all these things if like you are good? And um, I think I just really started to question, honestly, like what the Bible said about who God is and how he's steadfast and how he's our provider and our protector and that he's just and and all of these things and which i had never questioned before which obviously then leads to doubting and leads to faith questions and which were all things that I had never really dealt with before or even like questioned at all. And um, yeah, so that's kind of where I was last semester and, or yeah, I guess last summer. And um, obviously things haven't gotten much easier (laughs) since then um because I was I mean after a surf here like I had learned a lot and went into the semester and was like hopeful and you know grinding things out trying to learn more and then my grandmother passed away (laughs) who um I mean like she practically helped right you know she lived five down five minutes down the street and like she was always there and um, so it was like a big loss, another huge loss. It was like boom, boom, boom. Like, Lord, okay. Like here I was, like about to stand up, and then it's like boom, knock me back down. And I think just at that point is when I really started shifting my perspective and was like, yeah, I can wallow in this, and there's a time and a place for that and grieving, and that's still going on and everything, but. I think it's back to the, this is where I am. This is where my feet are planted. This is what's going on. And there's purpose, just like the snake, just like the Viper wrapping itself around it. You're just like, okay. I mean, I'm a little bit used to this by now, as much (laughs) as it it scares everyone around me and everyone's like, oh, anyway. But it's just kind of like, all right, there it is. Like, I don't know, it's, you just, you got to shake it off and um it's not easy to just shake it off that makes it sound really light and it hasn't been but um I think the Lord is teaching me more and more of how to do that and I kind of very much relate to Paul in that situation just being like all right let's just keep going (laughs) like just dust him off he's (laughs) What's next? What's going to come next? <laughs> Just a snake? Yeah. yeah. does he get a fever after that? Doesn't he get sick after that? All right. Well, I'm... <laughs> that's what's coming.
0: So <clears throat> I think that what you're talking about, you know, not everyone has lost people in their lives. So I'm not going to say that everyone's walked through that. That's n- not true. Um, but we all walk through seasons where external things are happening. mm mm-hmm in our life that bring up or initiate questions about our faith or questions about God's goodness um, or the church or whatever. Right. And what happens is you're simultaneously trying to not be afraid of the things that are happening externally and mm-hmm. not be afraid of the questions. When in reality, you're just, you're terrified about not being able to control what's happening in the world um, and around you and in your life, your circumstances and not knowing how they're going to play out. And also these questions that have never been asked before and have never needed to be asked before are really scary. The fact that you're even asking Mm -hmm. these questions scares you. The fact that you don't know if you should share them with people scares you you know and yes. and I've definitely been through a season like that where I was like what am I doing like this is just the honest truth I and I just talked about this with a friend the other day but like I remember being on a walk and sharing with her very with so much shame but just like, okay. <laughs> listen this is what I'm wrestling with I have centered my entire life around this dude in this book Mm -hmm. called the bible Mm -hmm. like my marriage and my friendships my job what i think about my habits are all centered around this guy like if it if this isn't true i look dumb yes (laughs) that's what i said and like and it really i was really 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 wrestling with just that it was like oh my gosh my whole life you know and and we kind of talked through it and just had this like okay you know like we're just going to try to be comfortable in the questions and to really embrace them and Brian you know walked through that season with me and mm-hmm. was just really sweet about that day is I had a I had a Katie day okay so on <laughs> that walk we were eating Chick-fil-a somehow I put my wallet in the Chick-fil-A bag, threw it away on this walk, Um, logged my keys in the car, which I, I guess, didn't know at that point. And um, and my friend had just lost someone. So- Welcome to the live. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So I don't realize, so I get to the car, I'm like, oh my gosh, my keys, like I can see them. And then I was like, okay, hold on, my purse, my wallet. And so we had to dig through trash to like find my wallet, which we found
1: found oh the trash
0: can, found the, you know, everything. Wow. And uh, she, it was a long day. She had to drive me home to get a spare key and then drive me back and it was long. But as I was driving home, because she had just lost someone, I was feeling guilty that she spent her day dealing with my stuff. And so I'm like tearing up in the car driving and was like, really God? Like, am I already, we're already, you know, Yeah. I was struggling with you. Yeah. (laughs) What, what was that about? Like, Mm -hmm. what was the point of that? How was that a good gift? And just really felt the words, um, anything you lose, I'm always holding in my hand. And I was just like, total like moment, I rolled my eyes. It was like, oh yeah, (laughs) my keys. I lose my keys and they're in your hand. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And I was like, my wallet you know really and he's like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean like it's you know gave it back mm-hmm. and I thought of you know my friend's loss and I was like even this person yeah <laughs> was like yeah you know and that mm-hmm. in the moment really didn't mean much to me since then has been completely transformational but The point is, we cannot be afraid to have it out with God. We can't be afraid yeah. to ask those questions. We can't be afraid, you know, because it's not honest. It's not our real selves when we're just like, nope, not going to ask that. No, never going to question, yeah. you know. There are yeah. moments for that. And then there's also moments for like, uh uh-uh, uh, what? What is this? Tell me, like, help me understand. I'm, sorrowful I'm scared you know and Jesus does that in the garden before he's crucified he he is deeply troubled he's scared it's not sinful to be scared and to ask and to be like I know you're my father but like is there a different way that I can fulfill this (laughs) purpose in my life because I don't want it to be like this you know and maybe there isn't and maybe there is but I don't know Mm -hmm. I just say that to say I've been through that season it really is easier to hear about someone's hard season than it is to walk through it because it's just it shakes you
1: yeah it does and I think that as hard as it is to be like even this sounds crazy like I'm thankful for the time that I was walking through these things still am, but was, and the times that I was, well, I'm just gonna, I was angry at God. Like, mm-hmm. I, can I say that? Can I say yeah. I was thankful? Okay. Well, I, okay. I'm thankful for that time because it forced me to sit down and be like, and have conflict with like, Jesus have conflict with like our heavenly father, which is so weird, but it's like, when we have conflict with our friends, when we have conflict with our family, which that's, it's just been so reoccurring in my life lately that like, I just know that the Lord is speaking to me in that. And he's like, it's good for us to have conflict, you know, like it it's is intimate. Good it's intimate. It's intimate. And like, as crazy as it sounds, I, maybe it's not crazy, but I feel so much closer to the Lord like I feel so much closer to him and like even through like the wrestling of my relationship with him I feel closer than I did before it feels more authentic it feels more real and like even though it looks a lot different it looks very different but I like I feel him like near to me I feel him like drawing closer to me even though like I definitely am not taking all the steps that I could to to draw near to him. And anyway, yeah, but it's just interesting that through the conflict, through the questions, through like the terrible things that I've said to the Lord between just me and him, like the thoughts, like how I feel closer and more intimate with him. It's just yeah. very interesting.
0: I mean, I think you bringing up friendships with people is a great point. You know, when you, I think too many of us walk through our faith and our relationship with God, um, with, I can't think of, I'm trying to think of the word, but like with the way that you treat a stranger, if a stranger Mm -hmm. comes to your house, you're like, hello, Mm -hmm. into my home. Yes. Can I get you some water? Yes. Put your feet up. My hair always looks like this. Yeah.
1: You want <laughs> some snacks? Oh, You're this whole thing?
0: Uh, I just yeah. threw it on, you know? Yeah. But like when our best friend comes over, it's like, hey, the door is open. <laughs> Come in. Yeah,
1: so I'm, I'm having a meltdown in the corner, but. <laughs> yeah, hold
0: on. Like wiping my tears. Like <laughs> you have a tissue, you know here's what's happening. And you just, you're able to unload and you're able to be yourself and to let your guard down. And I think that's what happens in these seasons is we learn that the intimacy is coming from a place of like, just because you, you know, you said, can I say that I was angry with God? It's like, just because you didn't say you were angry with God doesn't mean he didn't know. So if, If the reality is like I'm feeling anger towards God and towards my circumstances, Mm
1: -hmm. he already
0: knows it. What's the difference between you saying it's the, literally the difference is honesty and awareness and intimacy. You're so right. You're so So right. right. And that I don't understand why we get into this space and we're like, no, but I can't say it. Well, but if it's true and it's happening, then it already is happening. (laughs) Yeah. And you've already said it. it. He's not like, Oh, she didn't say it. She didn't say she was mad. Well, girl, if you're walking around mad at him, he knows. (laughs) Um, Yep, That's true. And it's so, you know, yeah. I, I want people to, to not be afraid of asking questions and to do it in a place where people around you are feeding you with truth, even if it's spoon feeding if you're on the ground and you like, you're like, I cannot, because you said this last summer, I cannot open the Bible right now. Yeah. Yeah. And it was like, that's okay. Here's scripture. (laughs) Like, here you go. I will spoon feed you not forever, but for right now, while you can't do this, here's the truth. And Mm -hmm. that's the importance of having people around us who will do that. That's that's the kind of support that we need. I think that's what I had and, and it's hard. And I had just gone through that season when you, um, came in to serve here. And so again, Mm -hmm. this is just another moment of like, my pain was purposeful because you came into my life. I then could speak hope and truth into you where I would not have been able to a couple months before that. And that's pretty awesome. That's awesome. Oh, I've been to Malta. (laughs) Yeah. Been there. Been there. I had the (laughs) vipers. That viper. (laughs) He's so annoying. So (laughs) annoying. But just Um, shaking. Gosh. How do you see yourself responding to the unknown in like healthy ways? Like what, what do you see happening in response to all this? Like, oh my gosh, graduation come that you're like, all right, that's cool, that's different. I think the healthy way, I'm glad you asked that, the
1: healthy way, I think that I respond to this is when I think about, like, I really do think back to, like, Amber and all these people who came and, like, spoke to us, and they were, like, you know what, I went and did something, because that's what you do after college, you go and you do something, and whether, you know, you know, lucky are the people who know exactly what that is, I'm just, that's not me. So I think when I look at it, like from a big picture point, holistically, I'm like, after college, I go do something. And like, I continue to figure things out. And I'm saying this to myself right now for like the first time, but trust that the Lord is going to put me where I'm supposed to be. And like, mm-hmm. this is honestly just me. I'm like talking this to myself right now. Cause I really that's haven't said great. that out loud, but it's like, I think that is what i'm lacking truly is like actually trusting that god is going to put me where i am and that like i can't just screw it up because i make the wrong decision whatever that means but i think that yeah when i think about it in a healthy way it's like i'm going to go do something plant my feet somewhere work hard because that's biblical and like <laughs> hard work comes <laughs> from the lord so i you know but trusting in every next move, in every next season, in in post-grad life, in this weird few months before it, that the Lord does have purpose for my life. Because, not going to lie, it's kind of hard to see that right now. (laughs) You know, in college, you have these things that make you feel purposeful. You have very tangible things that make you feel purposeful. You have this organization, you have this, you have these people, you have all these things where you can feel the purpose and, and see it and know it. But like post-grad, I'm like, I, it's like fog, just like little fog. And I just like see little stepping, I see one stepping stone in front of me and I just step on it. And then, and then hopefully later on the fog clears a little bit and there's another one. And so I just think, yeah, I'm, I'm hopeful that like the Lord is trustworthy and that that is a truth that like the bible does say like that that is true and as i say it i'm like thinking the same things that you're saying i'm like is this all true is this like like is he really gonna establish my way like is he real does he Mm -hmm. really have it planned for me Mm -hmm. is he really real (laughs) you know what i mean it's like even as i'm saying these these things out loud it's like all these things enter into my head but that is what I'm
0: relying on because I have no idea. I think something important that I want to point out is it's easy in your position to long for a post-grad life that you see all the pieces of. Mm -hmm. Um, My reminder and anyone who has already graduated or who's in a different stage of life anyone who's in my stage of life for sure will understand this like all those things that you're talking about from college where you can cling to and identify with um they also exist it's not just clubs in college it's clubs and friends and all those things but like you that could happen in your job in your first mm-hmm. job in your second job in your the the company that you start Um, it definitely happens with kids. It's like, oh, this is my identity. It happens in Mm -hmm. marriage of like, who am I without this person? We are constantly having to shed even good things from our identity. It doesn't belong there. It's not part of our identity. I am who I am, how I was made separate from my daughter, separate Mm -hmm. from my unborn child, separate from Brian, separate from my job. And, and that is something that I ask myself a lot in front of Brian, I will say, if serve here went away tomorrow, am I okay? Mm -hmm. And then I pause. I'm like, yeah, I'd be okay. I would be okay. And that is how I'm allowed to come back to this job, (laughs) you know? Mm -hmm. Um, but we have to constantly be doing that about everything that we're involved in, everything that we're doing, um, because there is a difference between working for God, um, and working for comfort and pride and identity and praise just to feel better about ourselves. So we can't long for that. And this is me telling you, like, don't long for the post-grad season. That's like, oh, I know what I'm doing. Like that is, it's worth nothing where you're at is worth everything what you're asking right now is that's the fight if we can learn to do that well and to say like man I love Katie like I love that I'm Katie (laughs) Mm -hmm. I love the ruckus that follows me everywhere (laughs) like this is just I love the instability I love (laughs) chaotic your your circumstances are can be unstable, but your, your heart isn't. Okay. Well, I, I want to close with something that I did with Joseph. Um, I want you to talk to yourself to post-grad Katie (laughs) starting with dear graduate. Talk, talk to post-grad Katie. Yeah. Starting with
1: dear graduate.
0: Like, what do you want her to hear? in your own voice at the end of 2021, you know, what do you want to say to yourself? I just need like
1: a few seconds.
0: <laughs> oh. you, know me, you know me. Just need a
1: few more seconds. Okay. You can edit this stuff out, right? <laughs> <laughs> I won't. <laughs> uh-huh. Um. Okay. And I start by saying, dear graduate, right? Okay. <laughs> I think that I would say, dear graduate, you—you you will not find your fulfillment, or your purpose, or your identity in your job, in your post grad life, in the day-to-day tasks that you will be doing, but you're gonna find your purpose and your passion in, in the Lord and in knowing that he has created you with certain gifts and um, with certain wirings that, that the Lord is gonna use to love people and, to love the people you're around. Um, I think that a lot of times it does feel like whatever job, whatever work we're doing is gonna fulfill us, is gonna give us passion, but um, it's not. It's gonna be the Lord alone. And um, yeah, just, just the ways that he provides for you, the ways that um, you're gonna see him make this path for you and um just kind of begin to weave this life that you had no idea was going to happen or what it was going to look like or the people that were going to come in and out of it or the relationships that you were going to make i just think that the lord has a lot more purpose in these next few months, then like you can understand or than you can imagine. And I think that Katie has the, uh, the ability to just trust the Lord and um, not have to see the path. And so lean into that, lean into the not knowing and lean into um, just just the purpose in the waiting. I think that it's a scary place to be, but it's kind of fun. And it's kind of exciting that you don't know where your life is going because I think it's gonna be really awesome and full of purpose and full of loving people and building relationships, which are all the things that I love the most. So I think that's what
0: I've told myself. <laughs> that's good. And you know what? I can't wait to see how your life unfolds and I'll be right here cheering you on thank you (laughs) so much thank you for sharing everything that you shared and for just being who you are um for letting me walk alongside you and and letting everyone else in I just really appreciate you and it's just been such a pleasure it has I love you so much Aisha this has been the best (laughs) love
1: you too Yeah, just if anyone listening needs to talk about anything, I am open ears and open heart and willing to share anything. So Aww.
0: there you go. I'm telling y'all, Katie is an open book, and her willingness to share what she shared with us is it, it, just. It, so meaningful to me and so I hope that it meant something to you. I hope that someone or some of you out there could relate to these seasons of life where you are asking really hard questions and are maybe scared to. Um, after we stopped recording that conversation Katie and I continued on for at least another hour and had an incredible conversation about her um, career path and career decisions and nothing in me (laughs) is not angry at myself with not recording that but um, I just want you to know from from that conversation that you won't ever get to hear um, we have got to take the pressure off ourselves for choosing our first jobs Uh, no job is holier than another that is true we have to stop (laughs) asking ourselves what a job says about us Um, and just trust. If there's peace, move forward. If there's not peace, don't. Be willing to wait for the peace and stop being so hard on yourself. That's all. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Love, love, love knowing that that you're out there listening. Um, If you did enjoy it, please leave us a review and don't forget to subscribe to our podcast so you never miss an episode. We have a few opportunities to give if you're interested. Uh, You could become a Serve Here or Dear Graduate supporter. Um, We're always looking and always welcoming to anyone willing to help our little operation grow. So, follow the links in the podcast description to join us. Our music is by our dear friend, Brian Phillips. As always, I'm signing off with this reminder Dear graduate, I'm proud of you, I believe in you your gifts are on purpose, and everything is going to be okay. It really is. Bye, y'all.